Blog Talk Radio.
Friday night. I am your host, Yvonne Mason. This is Off the Chain. And I want to welcome each and every one of you to the show tonight. That song was written and performed by my guest tonight, who we will get to in a moment. But I want to say thank you for joining us tonight. As you all know, we're heard in over 200 countries with over 200,000 listeners with all the podcasts this show goes up on. And I know y'all get sick of my saying it, but I'm going to say it anyway. It is because of each and every one of you, this show is a success. We are going into our third year. In July, it will be three years that we have been on the air. And because of y'all who have stayed with me through my journey, this is why the show is successful. And I want to thank you for it. There's two ways you can get on the show, ladies and gentlemen. You can contact me on offthechainradio at yahoo.com. You can come on as a guest, or you can become a sponsor for the show. And no, I do not take sponsorships to get rich. That is not my intent. My intent is for you to be heard. And with that being said, I want to welcome Howard Levine, who is who is an author, and his book, The Last Gasp, goes like this. Frank Tedeschi's niece is dead, one of thousands of victims of a terrorist attack, which has been laid at the feet of Islamic radicals by a right-wing U.S. government. Frank, based on a chance encounter, is one of the very few people who question the government's explanation. He is a Vietnam veteran who wants nothing more than to live without further controversy or conflict. Can he and his grieving brother Rob, a detective with the NYPD, obtain the necessary evidence to uncover the truth and the face of scorn and includability. Can they overcome their long-term estrangement to work together, given that they are putting their lives in danger? And last gasp, a novel that resonates with today's politics, the answers to these questions unfold in a way that mingles personal and societal issues and intertwines the past and present while moving relentlessly forward. Also, Diane Moat has her third book in her Sam Holden series out, and that book is called Dog Bones. Sam's quest to avenge abused animals is threatened when the FBI comes after her on one side and the commissioner wants her dead on the other. Will her double life be exposed? Will Sam be able to protect her animals, her friends, and herself? Check out Dog Bones by Diane Moat everywhere ebooks are sold. And if you haven't read the series, ladies and gentlemen, you will want to start with Dog Gone. Traveler Pelton, she is just a busy, busy, busy woman. And this is what she says. Hello from Traveler Merry Christmas. We just published To Protect One's Own, book seven of the Oberlin Chronicles, which takes the family into the immediate future with all the action, political intrigue, and hard science fiction that her fans have come to expect from her tales. Noah, Violet, Kai, Daniel, Gabriel, Katrina and their families attempt to get ready to appear before the Joint Congressional Committee to testify and to sort out the damage caused by the Brotherhood. Violet's own nemesis, Obsidian, shows up and suddenly, just driving to Washington, requires a military escort. While back at home at the retreat center, Bravo Company has gone completely insane and tries to kidnap the Oberlin children. How do you protect your family when the world has lost its heart, mind, and soul? It's a page turner for sure and just the thing for a long winter night. On December the 15th, which is tomorrow, you will be able to download Oberlin's Overland, the book that began the generation's history for 99 cents. And three days later, it will go back up to 199 and then up to 99. 
December 23rd, just in time to gift yourself for Christmas, you can download our newest book, To Protect One's Own, for 99 cents. Three days later, it will go back up $1.99 and then to the regular price of $2.99 at the end of the week. It's time to reward yourself for being good, for listening to your loved ones and getting all those gifts wrapped. So go to Amazon, see all of her books. They make grand Christmas gifts for anyone who loves to read, and that includes you. Time to gift you, and remember to do a random act of kindness every day. And remember, if you buy a paperback copy for a friend, you can download a copy of yourself for 99 cents, and both of you will have a great time. God bless, and may your travels begin. That brings us full circle to our guest tonight. He is a fairly young artist in the indie music industry and he came to me through Michael Stover I love Michael Stover through MTS management this young man has a storied history which goes all the way back to when I was a wee child and we're talking 50s and 60s it is an honor tonight to welcome music artist Clayton Morgan he is the son of Eddie Daniels, who was in the Four Sonics. Now, for those of you who know your old Motown history, the Sonics was around for quite a while. They preceded Dusty Springfield for the song, You Don't Have to Say You Love Me. Clayton is a history in the remaking, but with a new flavor for 2018. His debut single, Taste for Love, was released on June of this year. Even though he's based in Dallas, he was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Clayton knew from the young age that music was in his blood. How could he not? He was surrounded by greatness. He greatly admired what his father had accomplished with the Four Sonics and the impact that the iconic soul foursome had on the world. He often envisioned following in his father's footsteps. Music played a big role in Clayton's upbringing, both at home and at school. He was regularly part of school musicals, choir groups, and drama clubs. Outside of school, he always looked up to his father as his mentor and was heavily influenced by a wide range of singers, including Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Prince, Madonna, and the great and late Whitney Houston, to name a few. All of these ingredients combined have no doubt been the main contributing factor toward Clayton's unique and authentic vocal style. And the opening song that you all heard tonight was called The Beat is Calling Me. And while that song was playing, the there were three characters in my head that were saying, put that song in the book you're going to write. Clayton, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. You are quite welcome. I went back and I listened to the Sonics, and I I had forgotten because I, I was pre-teens, 11, 12, 13, 14 years old when, when they were singing, and I had forgotten just how wonderful they were. They were up there with the Righteous Brothers and the Tams and all of those wonderful people that came out of Motown. Yes, they and you know they definitely they have a following. I mean, it's it's out there on YouTube and they have a um a page out there on allmusic.com. It's it's really something to see how it's uh 
transcended and is still going today. Well, I didn't. I had forgotten they also sang Blue Velvet, which was one of my favorite songs. Oh, okay, yeah. They they they've had like quite a few hits and um, quite a, a few songs. And my dad, in particular, um, was with the group kind of like at the beginning of the group, and then members changed throughout the course of you know the group's running. Uh, so yeah, that that particular song I know that that is part of the group's one of the, one of the group's records, but I'm not sure if that was one of the ones that he was when he was a part of the group. Well, I'm gonna tell you they that when I went on YouTube today to to listen to them and get, to get reacquainted with them, it, it was like a flashback into history, and I can I I can just imagine you growing up in that environment. Because that was a very special time in music history. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean Motown. I mean you look at all of the all of the artists that have come out of Detroit, um, the Temptations, the Supremes, uh, just Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I mean you know, know. countless the Jackson Five got their start at Motown. So a lot of great artists came out. Diana Ross. Motown. Yes, definitely. Diana Ross. And then, you know, with the Supremes and then she went on to uh go solo. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of groups. Mary Wells, um Oh my Smokey now Robinson. You're re- you are really dating me now, Clay. Serious. You're really yeah. <laughs> you're really, really My dating. mother Mary Wells actually my mother actually went to high school with Mary Wells and uh they were locker partners. Wow. At, um, yeah, in high school, I think it was uh, they to- they well the school that she originally went to it was a uh, Northwestern High School on the uh, west side of Detroit, and uh, the uh, she was she told me that she was actually locker partners with her, so that's amazing. It's like a lot of history in Detroit. At, and and what is what's so sad now is. That history is being forgotten, for lack of a better word, because the the car industry in Detroit is is slowly dying, and and that is such a shame because that's such a great city. It is. Um, it, you know, my dad actually was after he left the group. He was uh, he worked for General Motors, and he worked on the assembly line. Uh, over in Hamtramck at uh, at American Axle, and that's uh, recently. I'm just hearing now that you know GM is getting ready to close down. They're actually going to actually close down that plant that my dad actually worked at. He worked there for 30 years and retired. So, yeah, it is sad to hear it, but um, I don't know. Times have changed and the industry's changed, and I guess I don't know what can you do. It would be nice if we could bring Motown back to Detroit because there was something magical about that city and that time. Even though the artists were not treated right by the industry itself, there was some great music that came out of that time period. And it influenced you because when I listened to the Sonic and then I listened to your music, the influence is there. Oh wow! Uh, I'm I'm glad glad that you're here. Maybe it's uh 
because, um, you know, I listen to their music, and I'm kind of like, okay, you know, when you listen to it, you hear their music from their time and that time period of what the music sounded like. And, um, you know, I guess, I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, I guess it can't help but to have some kind of influence there from what I grew up with and what I listened to and what my dad used to listen to in the um, his mu- music wise, like at our home and he used to go down in our basement, he would play records and I just have a lot of memories of listening to a lot of uh, Motown music and a lot of great music from that period of time. Well, I can't wait to see what you've got coming out. We've got the other song we're going to play in a little bit, but if if what you've got coming down the pike is anything like what I played in the opening song and what I'm going to play later on in the show, Clayton, there's no reason why you can't, as they say, bust loose and move on up. <laughs> I surely hope so. I mean, I've, I've really been blessed. So far, and I just, you know, count my blessings, and I'm just so thankful, and, you know, I'm doing what I love to do, and I just hope to continue doing what I love to do, and I hope that people enjoy it. Well, I want to know something. Why did you leave the city of Motown and go to the state of country music? Well, one word, work. That'll do it. That that did it. That did it for me. Um, so I I left Michigan in July of two thousand nine and came down here to Dallas, Texas. I was I worked in the banking industry. Um I still work in the banking industry and uh, the employer that I worked with at that time they downsized. Mm. So I was on the downsizing list, the person that was called in when they had the whole conference. And, I mean, it was crazy. Like, they sent, like, emails to certain people, and then certain people had to go to different boardrooms. And then they said, okay, this is what it is. So um, really to keep my job and my seniority and the pay that I was making at that time with that company led me to relocate down to Dallas, Texas, because – you know, I wanted to make sure that I was still I, – I had invested time in the company that I worked for, so I wanted to continue that, and the opportunity was here. And so I just picked up and moved, and, um, I mean, it was a good decision for me. I don't regret it. I mean, I miss family and friends, but um, it's been – Dallas says it's been good to me, so, I mean, I can't complain about it. Well, Dallas is a big city. My son lives south of Dallas in um, – can never remember where he lives, but he lives in a little town south of Dallas, and he's been there for several years now, and it is a booming state. It's a booming city. Definitely. It, it is, and so much opportunity here for jobs, uh, so much opportunity for education, and just to be able to, um, you know, the, really, you know, the whole when when I when I came down here in 2009, you know that was kind of like right after the whole financial crisis in 2008 and the whole bubble thing that happened with the mortgage and mortgage industry and the bailouts and all that kind of stuff that was going on and um, even with the uh, 
auto industry, you know, they had to take certain bailouts to keep afloat and that type of thing without going under from the government. And um, it's just, just it's it, you know, a lot of different things have happened. Um, you know, the, the industry has definitely come back. I mean, some of them had, I think the only one that didn't take, if I remember correctly, Ford didn't have to take the bailout, but I think Chrysler and GM did. Um, but yeah, I feel, I feel really good about the decisions that I've made and, um, I flourished here and everything is going really good. Like I hope that it would. Well, I am, I am just tickled to death for you and I can't wait to see what you've got coming because you're tenacity watching those videos just you have a a thing about you Clayton that's going to take you so 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 far well I'm really you know what that's that's I really I'm I'm really like kind of like taken back by that because it's it's really great to hear that from other people you you know what I mean because I guess I definitely don't look at myself that way so but I thank you so much for saying that and I just hope that other people feel the same way and you know that I just continue to do things that I feel are true to me and just remain true to me and things that I love and I think that'll shine through well that that's the thing that does come through it comes through through your music it comes through through the videos is you sing and perform the things that are dear to you and as a as a writer myself I write things I I do not write romance because I don't I don't read romance so I don't write I I can't relate to it so Mm -hmm. I write other scary genres not that romance is scary could be but when I when I watch you on those videos and I listen to your music there's a passion there that you just it, it's like you can't you can't get it out enough you you've got to sing you've got to put it out there because that makes you it, it enhances your happiness and you want to share that and it would be like trying to bottle it up and not get it out and you probably explode it is and that's true and that is that is exactly how i feel and um, you know, I kind of waited a little bit later in life to uh, pursue this dream of mine. It was well, actually, it was I, I pursued it earlier in life, but there was always this thing like, okay, you need to go to school, you need to try to um, do that, and you know, I went into the business world and then into into banking and then into um, you know going into education and school, that type of thing, and, but then it was always like, okay, something is missing, something is missing, and a friend of mine was like, you know, you want to sing, you want to entertain, those are the things that you love to do, you have to go back to what it is that you love to do, because I don't want to look back on, you know, like they say, you only have one life to live, which is true, I don't want to look back and regret that I didn't pursue something that it is that was that I really wanted to do and that was true and dear to me. 
Well, you've got it. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, this young man only has two songs currently out there. But already he was nominated for the 2018 Music Indie Awards. Now, you tell me. It's sometimes, sometimes it takes people years to get nominated for anything. You have two songs out there, and you've already been nominated, which is amazing. I'm waiting to see you win. I, look, I want to win, too. I can't look up. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> look, come on, bring, bring out the card that says, and the winner is. Exactly. <laughs> I see it happening. I And let me tell you, without fail, I don't know if, if Michael Stover told you this, but without fail, every artist that he has sent me that has been on this show has gone on to get in the top 100 on the indie billboards, has won awards, has been heard all over the world. Your time is now, my friend. Oh, I, 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 and I'm so ready for it, and I'm so living in the moment right now. And you know, from from your mouth to God's ears, you know, I'm I'm praying for it, and I'm ready for it, and I just want to receive what what's for me, you know. And if it's right for me, then it'll be for me. Well, are you doing live shows anywhere in any clubs, or or are you performing? Are you just putting out singles? Well, right now I had I have just this is actually just my um second single. Well, actually technically the third single that I put out, but the second single that's really had like promotion on it and that type of thing. Um but I do have I do have, actually have my first live performance schedule for next year in February. Um, it's already booked and confirmed, and I'm working with a young lady here in Dallas, Texas, who's going to help me with my stage performance and the live set and bringing that vision to life. So I can't wait for that. That performance is going to be on February 21st, and it's going to be at the Curtain Club in Dallas, Texas. Yay! And you're going to have you can that you're going to perform and and let people know when it'll be able for downloads and then you're going to come back on the show and tell me how wonderful it was exactly i i would love to okay ladies and gentlemen you heard it first now if y'all are in the dallas area you need to go he has a presence even on his videos he has such a presence about him it's a humbling presence, but yet it is a in-your-face presence. Now, I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but you can't help but watch your videos. They hold you captive. But it's well, not I love, I, I love how you describe it. I love how you de- I love how you describe it. Um, and it's it's it's. I love that, and you know, I and I do. I guess it is like a hum. I have to learn how to listen to that type of stuff about myself because it's still kind of new to me, you know. Um, but I, I love that. I mean, thank you so much for that. You are quite, well. I only speak the truth. Mike will tell you. Vine will only tell you the facts. I don't embellish, <laughs> and I, and I don't sugarcoat anything. I just tell it like it is. <laughs> But I was. I'm very, very impressed. Not only with with you as a person. 
because that comes through too. But you as an artist, it's, it's, this is the way that I would explain it. Mm-hmm. It is with simple, elegant grace. You're understated and yet very classy. And so when you're on those videos, one is, you can't turn your eyes away from it, even if you want to, because of the way you carry yourself. It's a natural, I'm just carrying on a conversation either with myself or somebody else off camera, and I'm just saying how I feel. And it shows Mm -hmm. you're very expressive in your carriage. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. And um, I, and I guess that's just a part of just being who I am. So I, I love that. Thank you so much for that. Well, you are quite welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful music artist, Clayton Morgan. And, yes, we will be seeing and hearing more from him. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to go into his second song because I thought the first one knocked me off my feet. Just wait till you hear the second one. We will be back in just a few moments. Best-selling and award-winning author of true crime and crime fiction, Yvonne Mason is back with a brand new book, The Pink Canary, a book that delves into the life of a drag queen and a marvelous whodunit. You can find this and all of Yvonne's other works on Amazon.com or find Yvonne Mason on Facebook and Twitter. You're going to kill me. Buy your copy of Pink Canary now. Do you have cougars on your porch swing? Are horses your new best friend? Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman, a true Montana adventure, available online and in bookstores, or visit quinnwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree, it's a hoot. This is Jade. And this is Winona. Wow, it's been a busy summer. Yes, we have new books. I think we have a new audio book. And I thought the voice was bad with other life lessons. Why is that title such a mouthful? I don't know, but you can hear that mouthful on Audible and on iTunes now. And that will take you through Life Changes, the highs and lows of it, through pop poetry and the literary life guide. So remember to check us out. And no, I don't mean a once over, but then my narcissism said, well, maybe check me out once. And then look at the rest of the website at andwethought.com. <laughs> You can check out the podcast and the YouTube channel and everything that we're doing on that website, andwethought.com, just in case you didn't get it the first time. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to say bye from Winona and Jade and our website. Okay, is this going to be like a running gag? Yup. Andwethought.com. Bye-bye. Germany, 1938. Charlotte, a young girl of 15, wanders into Georg's cobbler's shop to have her shoes repaired. Georg, enamored by Charlotte's charm and grace, decides then and there that he's going to marry her. But they must keep their love a secret from family, friends, and, most importantly, the Nazis. 
Follow along as Georg's pursuit of the young Charlotte results in the couple traveling a heart-stopping, winding route to stay one step ahead of the Gestapo in their escape from Nazi Germany, with a surprising twist along the way. If you like history and romance, don't miss Good Things Always Happen in Springtime by Joanne Fisher, available at www.joannesbooks.com. Juliana is a middle-aged housewife in Toronto with a career, a husband, that has little interest in her well-being, and three children. In the evenings, she gets on her computer and chats with people around the world. When she gets involved with Aaron and Bobby, her life becomes a pinball, bouncing around her husband, her job, her children, and her two online friends. She's bewitched by the romantic poetry of Aaron, but the honesty and kindness of Bobby bring her all the way to California. Watch for the ironic twist of fate that takes her in a direction she never expected. If you like spicy romances, don't miss With All of Me by Joanne Fisher, available at www.joannesbooks.com. Fiore is a young Italian woman engaged to be married, but her plans are interrupted by a charismatic Sebastian, a handsome middle-aged Spanish businessman. Her beauty strikes him like a thunderbolt sent by the goddess Venus herself. When she's given a peculiar gift, a Spanish doll, she's thrown into a whirlwind of entangled passion, money, secrets, and love. Their romance sparks in a charming little Italian town located on the southern part of Lake Garda in northern Italy and takes them around the globe. What happens when her life is suddenly shattered by a lifelong secret? Her Spanish doll will bring you to a caliente Spain and a romantic Italy, adding some spice along the way. Available at www.joannesbooks.com.
and we are back. This is your host, Yvonne Mason, and we are on Off the Chain with my guest, music artist Clayton Morgan, and that was his song, Taste for Love. Now, for all of my friends out there that write romance, Julie Morgan, Maggie Adams, Taylor Dawn, you need to work this song into one of your books because there was a vision dancing around in my head, and I don't know, write romance. But I can set the stage for this song, and it's Clayton's fault because you're so descriptive, <laughs> and it's done so well. <laughs> <laughs> where did you? Where did? Where did that song come from? I mean, it is just—it's—it's it's so well done. It's so provocative. It's so promising. And and I saw the, the video that you did with that song this afternoon and the the setting that you were in for the video is completely different from the setting that is dancing around in my head where did that come from Clayton well the the, the track was done by Michael Williams with Platinum Keys Recordings out of Lansing Michigan and um we kind of, you know, we, we talked about what it was that I wanted to do, and I kind of gave him some ideas, and um, he came up with a track for me and sent it to me, and I listened to it. And um, at first, I was kind of like, you know, I, at first I was kind of like, I, I'm not sure if this is, what it is that I was really wanting to do. And so then we did another track that I was thinking would be, it was still kind of on the same lines of this track. And then as I was listening to it, listening to the track and coming up with ideas for the lyrics and that type of thing, I was like, you know what? the That first track really kind of speaks more to what it is that I'm trying to say than <laughs> the second one that we ended up working on. Yeah, thank. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it did. It did. I ended up, you know, and, and that's that's funny because I ended up coming back to what this track is that was um, w- which was recorded, um, and I was like, yeah, this is like really like kind of mellow because I I don't I just I just didn't you know you just kind of like go through different things like creatively when you're doing stuff and. And I was like, yeah, this is it. And the lyrics, well, the lyrics, it fit the groove. And I was like, yeah, let's 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 flip back to the other one and let's try <laughs> this and let's see what that's what that's gonna be. And I remember, like, when we were in the studio and we were recording it and um, starting to lay down the vocals, Michael was like, "This song is hot." <laughs> he was like, yeah, he was like, "This song is hot." He said, "This gonna be your first single." I was, I, was, like, I was wondering I was like, if he burned up the board on that one. I mean, come on. Yeah, I need to cut yeah, my that, hair that, down to Arctic air in here now. <laughs> that's that. That is exactly. It, it was. It was the, the whole studio experience and recording the song. It was. It just like all came together, and it was like a vibe that was going on when the song was recorded. And you know, we. You know, it, it's. When you do music, I mean, it's it's um, 
you have ideas of what you think something might be like, and then a lot of times it may not end up being what you want it to be. You know, so then you have to go back to it. You might have to sit on it for a little bit and then kind of like go back to it and revisit it. And I mean, it's, it's, and that's what happened with this record. This record was like, okay, let's, let's just like kind of like listen to it and see what we think. And it just all ended up working out the way that it was supposed to. I mean, I feel like it, I mean, it was meant to be what it came out to be. Well, I'm going to tell you, if you sing this one at your live performance, you might want to make it the last song of the night instead of the first song of the night because you're going to either that or you're going to have to have security put a ring around you because <laughs> you're not going to be able to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be part of the set list. It's definitely one of the songs that's going to be part of the set list. And, um, and that's what we're working on right now, trying to pull it all together and what that's going to look like live, you know. So, yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited about it. We we actually start uh, rehearsing here a little bit, probably, um, you know, after New Year's. But, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I can't wait to get out there and actually do it. This is what I've been wanting to do and you know, it's becoming a reality for me. So I'm just happy about that, that I'm getting out there and doing what it is that I want to do. Well, I can tell you that the the, uh, the authors that I just mentioned, they write, write smoking hot romance. They could write a scene mm-hmm. for this song standing on their head. Um, th- their books would be blowing off the shelves if they wrote a scene based on this song. Do you remember... Years ago, there was a song out, and the name escapes me of of who sang it, but it was called, I Want to Kiss You All Over. Uh, That that was the name of the song? That was the name of the song, and if you heard it, you... it's as, it was when it came out, it it was as impactful as this song. So your taste of love is just it's it's like that it puts one in a mood that sometimes one might not really want to be in but they can't help themselves <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's like that that's good that's what we wanted to do <laughs> <laughs> well that your song is like that other song so trust me when i say clayton i would not put this in the front set of the set i would save this for the end of the night because this is the one that's going to leave those women panting for more and and wanting to either run up on the stage or take their significant others out in the alley somewhere. Get, they're just not going to wait till they get home. <laughs> wow, yeah. I mean, it's a hot record. It's a hot record. Yes, eh? And I've gotten a lot of po- I've got a lot of positive feedback on it. So, I mean, I I can't wait to see what it's going to be like once once I do it live and what what just that's going to look like. Just just make sure you have <laughs> a a big dude that doesn't mind being a bodyguard because you're going to need it. a couple okay. of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. All right, now the first song that you sang that we played at the beginning of the hour that song made me want to dance. That that reminded mm-hmm. me of disco, the disco years, and the dancing mm-hmm. I did during the disco years, the Gloria Gaynors, the Susan Summers. 
where did that one come from? Um, which is actually my latest single, The Beat Is Calling Me, is um, I love I love dance music. I'm from Detroit, so um, Detroit has a, a history of house music. And um, just like Chicago, you know, we're we're kind of like neighbor cities and states, Illinois and Michigan. Uh-huh. And um, a lot, I grew up on listening to a lot of club music and house music, especially in the, um, just being younger in the 80s and the 90s, um, a lot of the, the clubs, they would broadcast live on the radio and there would be a lot of um, club music playing, you know, to get you in the mood, to get you to come out and broadcasting live and come down to whatever the hot spot was for that night or, you know, what, what have you. Um, so that's something that I like too, and that's that's a part of me. I like the the up tempo, the dance records, and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's R and B. I'm I'm R and B. I'm I'm dance music. I I have a lot of different influences that run through me. So um, that's reflected in the music that I like to create and uh, put out there. Now, when you do something like your dad's group did, or the Four Tops did, or the Shirelles did, or the Supremes did, and you have the the four backup singers doing fancy footwork, then you will be mobbed, especially by the baby boomers. They will think they done <laughs> died and gone to heaven. <laughs> hey, you know what? I haven't. I haven't. Um... Someone, someone that brought up to me that said, "Do you think that you might want to redo one of the four Sonic songs one day?" And um, you know, I'm not against that. Who knows? Maybe one day I will. Um, maybe one day I might want to flip it and do something completely different with it. You know, um, you know, if I did to make it unique for me, you know. Right. I can't wait to hear it when you do it because you will do a jam-up job. I'm telling you, Clayton, never doubt your craft and mm-hmm. never doubt yourself as a music artist because you have it. We oh, just thank, gotta, you. We, thank you so much. We, we just have to let the rest of the world know you're out there and that you got it and that they need to listen to it and share it. Absolutely. So you can quit your day job and do this full time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Say sorry, that, bank. That, I'm that a would be away. wonderful. <laughs> well, it's coming. That, that it's, would be that would be that would be the um the goal here. <laughs> well, I only I only have one request before I throw all that out into the universe because usually when I throw things out in the universe, it comes to fruition. Is that you never lose that beauty that is within you that humbleness that that kind spirit and that gentleness that is within you because that would that is what makes you the artist you are yes um and i i i feel like that's something that i would never lose you know i i would hope that i never would that would be something that i would never want to do because um you know, the music business is, is, is uh, you know, very fickle, and, you know, I just want to re- remain true, true to who I am and, 
not let things get out of perspective. You know what right, I mean? You can fall on your <clears throat> face just as fast as you went to the top of that mountain. In exactly, this exactly. And so I'm so grateful for um, the success that I have had. And, um, you know, that's all I can say, really, is I just to keep doing what it is that I love to do and um, just be thankful for that and, and keep stay moving true forward. To and stay true exactly. to who you are. Because stay true I to think who I am. If you lose that, you will lose that, that uniqueness that comes through within your music because that's that's part of the that's part of what comes out is is that person that is within you and stay where stay true to that person Clayton and you will not only go far but you will go far in a big big way and you'll be an influence exactly. on other young artists yes and so stay true to yourself and you can't go wrong exactly you're not going to believe this, but our hour is fastly passing us by. Fastly is that a word? I don't know. It's getting late. So what I want to know <laughs> is you have a you have a, your first gig in February. Tell the folks again where it's going to be. Well, it's going to be February 21st at the Curtain Club in Dallas, Texas. Um I can't remember what the address is right now. I think it's twenty eight. I, I think it's twenty eight hundred Main Street. I know it's on Main Street. Um, that's but why, yeah, that's why people uh, have GPS. They can find exactly. you exactly. Right and Google the Curtain Club in Dallas. Uh, yeah, now, definitely, will, it's going to be. Will you be I'm the sorry, only act? That's okay. Will you be the only act there, or will there be other acts that will be there with you? Oh, there will be other acts that will be there. Um, so yeah, there'll there'll be um, multiple acts out there performing. And um, right now, I don't have the time slot locked down as far as as what time my time slot is going to be. But I mean, it's it's, it's still early in the uh, the whole booking process of the actual show date, even though the show date is confirmed. Um, but I should have that information here soon. And, um, yeah, it's going down on February 21st. And another thing that's like really, really like, uh, um, it's kind of like, uh, a great thing about the date is, now, I didn't mention this, but my father, now he's he's no longer with us. He, he's, he passed away in 2008, but his birthday is February 21st. Wow. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like full circle coming to like, or what, like, this is like my first live show and it's actually on his birthday. So it kind of feels like a celebration of sorts. You know what I mean? Yes. And he will be yeah. with you every step of the way. How exciting I believe is it. that? Very exciting. And I was like, what a coincidence that this that this show, the first show, live show that I'm going to do is actually going to be on his birthday. So it has a, a definitely a special meaning for me as well as it being my first performance, but also that it you know would have been his birthday. 
I hope somebody can record it and put it up on YouTube or send it to me so I can put it up on my page and say, yep, this is the young man I interviewed and watch him because this time next year he's going to be winning awards and being the headliner. Oh, yeah. Look, look, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that, and I and I really hope so. I can't tell you how much I really hope so. It's going to happen. Be great. That'd be awesome. Thank you. It will happen. Thank you so much for that. I really, really appreciate it. So, before we do run out of time, tell the folks where you can be found and where your music can be found. And when you might cut an album, because I know they're not going to be happy with just two songs, Clayton. People are going to start beating down <laughs> your door for more songs. Well, right now, as far as like album goes, I don't know if there will be an album. If If I do put out something, it might be an EP. That's what I'm thinking that it probably would be if I do put out something more of a long form versus singles. Um, But people can find my music on all major platforms, music platforms where it's streamed or downloaded. It's out there. Um, Also, you can find me on Facebook at Clayton Morgan Music. You can find me on Instagram at Clayton Morgan Music. You can find me on Twitter at Clay Morgan Music. And then my website is ClaytonMorgan.com. And ladies and gentlemen, no, don't go now because the show's not over. It will be shortly. But check out Clayton's music. Support this young man. Encourage him to write more music. Now, Clayton, don't hang up because when the show goes dark, I want to tell you a few things. But I do want to thank you so, so much for being on the show tonight and for spending an hour with me and allowing me the opportunity and privilege of not only playing your beautiful music, but getting to talk to you for an hour because this has been so much fun. Well, absolutely. Thank you, Yvonne, for having me on. I really appreciate it. And will you come back? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you'll have more music for me because I'm greedy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Y'all know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very greedy. I want to support. I do support. I believe in indie artists. It's a tough racket out there, whether you're an author, an a music artist or a painter, it's tough. So we're a tight-knit community, and we do stick together, and we do encourage each other, and we do support each other. And so please, now is the time. Go and get Clayton's music. Get Send it to everybody you know. Tell folks to support this young man so he can not only be in shows, but he can be the headliner. That means that he comes in at the later part of the evening after all the other acts do. He's the one everybody sits and waits for. I want to uh, thank him. Yeah, thank there you. There you go. I want to thank Clayton Morgan, R&B, dance artist. I mean, this man is just multi-talented. He's just so wonderful. I want to thank him for spending an hour with me out of his week because it is the weekend and it is Friday night. Most people party, but he chose to spend it with me and I appreciate it. We will be back again tomorrow night with another hour. Tomorrow night will be an author 
here at 8 o'clock on Off the Chain. Remember this, ladies and gentlemen, we're all on a journey, and especially this time of year when you're out and about, please be kind to the people you run into, especially those in retail, because they've got it really rough, and it's only going to get rougher between now and Christmas Day. So be kind to those people. Smile at them. Tell them thank you for waiting on you because they need it. And don't don't ask people if you can achieve greatness. Do be a Clayton. Just go out and do it. Just because you're already great. Your children are already great. Encourage them to go out and achieve their greatness, whatever it is. Connected to a rocket scientist. It doesn't matter. It's whatever their dream is. And never, never, never allow someone to dictate your dreams because your dreams become plans and plans become reality. So go out and achieve greatness. Go out and be kind because we live in a very tough world right now. Again, this is your host, Yvonne Mason. This is Off the Chain with my guest, music artist Clayton Morgan. Check him out. Get his music and join us again tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time when we once again go, as you all know, off the chain with another unscripted but fun show. Until then, we wish you all a good evening. Have a safe weekend, and we'll see you tomorrow night. All right, we're off the air, but anything that we do say will show up and people will hear it in the archive part of the show. But what I wanted to tell you is that tomorrow, well, the show will archive. And when it archives, I'll put the link up on my page and I will tag you in it. And you can take this show and put it everywhere on your social network and on your website and encourage people to go listen to it. That's how you get out there with my show. And then tomorrow... The show will go up on iTunes, YouTube, Spreaker, SoundCloud, FM.com, TuneIn Radio, um, FM, let's see, TuneIn Radio, two shows on iHeartRadio, Reverb Nation, and something else. I can't remember what it is. Oh, Podcast and Podcast Garden. So this thing goes up on about 10 different sites. So you will be heard everywhere. Now, the question that I have for you is this. I would like your permission to take one of your songs and put it up on the Reverb Nation site as a stream only with a link to where they can go and buy it so that you can get paid for it. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and you know, you know what, Yvonne, uh, Michael, Michael Stover, he actually booked me for two <laughs> interviews tonight, back to back. Oh Lord, well go get on that other one. <laughs> oh my gosh, and the other one was calling in, like right where you were just signing off, like. <laughs> All right, well go get on the other you know, one so you can get on it. Oh my God, okay, but I thank you so much for your support and thank you for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. All your words of kindness and I really appreciate it and thank you so much. You are welcome, darling. Go have fun on the other interview. It won't be as fun as this one, but it'll be fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, darling. Bye bye. All right. Bye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.